Welcome to Thriller Premium. Welcome to Thriller Premium. Research, reporting, industry analysis, information, and tokenomics. Welcome to Thriller Insights. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Thriller Insights. Today is December 9th, 2020, and we are talking JP Morgan. That's right. Thinks that Bitcoin's going to replace gold's value for years to come. Yeah, this came out today and it was surprising because we know JP Morgan has always been on the opposite side of Bitcoin and its uh, most <laughs> coveted maximalists out there. But believe it or not, there are some strategists at JP Morgan Chase, and they predicted that institutional investors are moving from gold to Bitcoin. And we we kind of thought that, but we just didn't have any proof or you know actual data that that stated that. Uh, I'll put it here in the show notes. But there's a Bloomberg Bloomberg chart that you can kind of see where Bitcoin hit a record as investors you know yank cash from gold funds. And what's also interesting is you have since October. Investments like Grayscale Bitcoin Trust grew from $2 billion, and while, you know, go back, ETFs lost $7 billion. So the current trend continues to be coming over these next couple years. But what's even more fascinating is with this global pandemic that's going on, you have people from all over the world that are starting to look at Bitcoin as a, a, a store value, right? And that's even coming from somebody in the likes of chief global strategist Ruchar Sharmar. He's of Morgan Stanley. And he says money printing is likely to continue even when the pandemic passes. He said, trusted or not, Bitcoin will gain from winding distrust in the traditional alternatives. He goes on to say that do not assume that your traditional currencies are the only stores of value or mediums of exchange that people will ever trust. Tech savvy people are not likely to stop looking for alternatives until they find or invent one and stepping in to regulate the digital currency boom as some governments already considering may only accelerate this kind of, you know, populist revolt. And what's also interesting is if you look over the past 12 years, ladies and gentlemen, you can literally see the rise of this asset class. You know, it, it we're, we're closing in on 560 billion in market capitalization and and fads like that <laughs> don't typically exist, right? You don't you don't go from having a, a you know a Pokemon cards, <laughs> you know back in the day to having Pokemon cards now and then turning into a billion dollar industry. It just doesn't happen. Like, and that's what a lot of people were calling Bitcoin. And even to this day, you have some Ethereans calling Bitcoin a pet rock, uh, just on the blockchain. And yeah, pet rocks don't go from zero to five hundred sixty billion. And this is all, you know, because of Satoshi Nakamoto. He was continuously talking about how he can see Bitcoin become this world global money, right? And you even have international trade by states like Venezuela, Iran, and even Turkey are looking at Bitcoin as, you know, maybe a hedge for the United States dollar. And then rounding out the rest of today's news, you wouldn't be surprised what happened. Well, Ray Dalio, the founder of the world's largest hedge fund, Bridgewater Associates, has offered a more positive stance 
on Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, he, he's kind of walking back what he said last month. And this is not surprising. Everybody sees the light. I even told you it sounded like, you know, he was holding back for some reason. And I think that reason was his Chinese securities. And of course, he did a Reddit AMA and they didn't hold back on him. <laughs> some people were really blasting him about his Chinese securities and him shorting the United States dollar and companies. And yeah, they get into all of that. And it was pretty gruesome. But <laughs> but what's interesting is he did state, and this is what he said. He said that he thought Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies had had established themselves over the last 10 years and were interesting gold-like asset alternatives. He, sh he says they share similarities and differences to gold in various limited supply mobile stores holds of wealth, unlike real estate. He said Bitcoin could serve as a diversifier to gold and other such hold of wealth assets. And he says the main thing is to have some of these type of assets, including stock in one's portfolio to diversify among them. So it, it sounds like he got the memo from BlackRock. <laughs> and I think everybody in the industry, in, the, in, in that industry, kind of saw what BlackRock was doing. It was like, OK, uh, now it's time to change our our tune to this. Uh, and, and that's exactly what's going on. This is this is why BlackRock was was one of the biggest news to come out this year. I think I think it was the biggest news of the year. Quite frankly, I didn't expect that to happen. I think most of us in the space expected that to happen, you know, maybe in 2024, like years down the line. And the fact that it happened this year was just pretty astonishing. I think I think to this day, I think still people don't realize how big that was. Uh, pretty much validation for the entire industry. Um, and that's what's happening right now. JP Morgan Chase are predicting that institutional investors are moving from gold to Bitcoin. And that's how it is. And if you look at Bitcoin right now, it has become the largest bank in the world for the first time, overtaking, guess who? That's right, JP Morgan in market cap uh, when it just rose above 18.9K here recently. I'll put a chart here in the show notes, but you can see largest banks by market cap, Bitcoin number one, JP Morgan number two, ICBC number, number three, uh, Bank of America number four, and then so on and so on. So, I mean, it's not it's not surprising. And honestly, ladies and gentlemen, this just looks incredibly bullish for Bitcoin. And we're actually in a really good place right now. I know the charts don't reflect that. I know a lot of you are concerned about the charts and we're going to get into it here in Coin Analysis. Let's do it. So today in Coin Analysis, we're going to be talking about Bitcoin. And a lot of you <laughs> have already PM'd me and said, hey, Car, what's going on with this 21K? Uh, well, I'm looking at it right now and I'll put a chart here in the show notes because even Trading Shot has updated his charts as well, too. I think we're on course for it. Uh, if you look at what we had, we had a inverted head and shoulders, right? And it's clearly kind of going through that right now. I think the only way this doesn't happen is if we break below 17.8 and 
If we break below 17.8 in the next few days, then we can safely say, okay, um, Bitcoin's not going to break 21K this year. Um, it's it's time to start looking at uh, reallocating towards alts for the next coming year. And then at that point, yeah, we're going we're gonna to need to start looking at some altcoins to, to buy into at the beginning of the year so that way we can ride that high into May and then sell those altcoins. <laughs> uh, that's, what I, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, so right now, if you look at it, and I'll put a chart here in the show notes. It's an inverted head and shoulders. So what that means is basically you have the previous high in November going down here towards the end of November. And we that's where we literally went to 19, 19.4K. We crashed back down to 16K. Then we went back up and made this other close to 20K <laughs> uh, uh, kind of top. And then we kind of just been going sideways, you know, just chopping stuff up. And now we're back going down towards this whole channel up. And, and that's the, probably the most crucial piece of information you need to realize. This is a channel up, right? So yeah, we fell, we fell below 17.6 here um, earlier today. And yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of it's scary. I get it. But we still, if we fall below 17.8 you know, here in the next few days and then dip below 17.4, 17.5, 17.6. Like if we start going towards that end and it doesn't and it doesn't clear up, I would say probably by now I would say if it doesn't clear up probably by the 11th, which is here in the next few days, if we don't break out of that and go towards the up the upside, then at that point I would say yeah, we're not <laughs> 21k is not happening unfortunately. Uh if it does then it's going to happen towards the end of December and not in this kind of time range that I'm, I was projecting between the 7th and the 12th or 7th and the 15th. So this is what I'm saying. I'm saying here in the next few days, watch Bitcoin. If we fall below 17.6, this is exactly what I'm looking at, quite frankly. If we fall below 17.6 and we continue that downtrend, you know, towards, you know, here Saturday and Sunday, then at that point I can, I can safely say, okay, well, it's going to take us a couple of times to break through this 20K barrier. And at that point, we're going to have to look at it happening, you know, either towards the end of December or in January, even possibly February. I still think I still am bullish on us breaking 21K. Um, I still think that's going to happen. I know a lot of people aren't seeing that here in the space and I get it. And I'll, and I'll be the one who sticks, sticks his neck out. I still think we're going to we're going to break 21K sometime next week. I still think that's going to happen. I still think it's going to happen probably on the 15th or the 16th. I still think that's going to happen. I, I, do, I don't foresee us, you know, breaking down and, you know, staying below 18.5K for the rest of the year. I, I just, I don't see it. Could it happen? Yes, it could. Um, and everything's pointing towards that way. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be the contrarian and say, no, we're going to break 21K. Cause I really think, I really think we have it in us to break. I really do. There's, so much bullish news going on right now. The problem is, and we'll talk more about this here in future predictions, is the problem is you have a lot of people like myself, a lot of people like you as well, too, that have been in the space a long time. And we have been waiting for 20K to take profit, um, you know, and that's exactly what I did earlier, you know, this month and or late last month was take profit because, you know, quite frankly, we had been I had been buying since 2800, you know, back when it crashed. So. Yeah, it was it was time. <laughs> it was time to take some profit. And I think that's what we're seeing here. I think a lot of people 
who had held through that 20K drop and then kind of came out of it. We never sold. We were buying it up. And we know right now is the perfect opportunity to sell some Bitcoin and then buy the dip here in January. Um, I still think if we break this 21K, which is a good thing, honestly, if we break 21K here next week, it's a fantastic thing because right after that, we're going to see a major dump back down to 16K, 14K possibly. And then it's going to scare a lot of people, right? And a lot of people are going to sell. And that's a good thing. Like we want that to happen. It flushes all the weak hands out of the market. <laughs> I know people are like, wait, what? No, it really does. It, it flushes out the weak hands and it honestly gets us a solid base of where everybody in the space knows we're not selling at this price. Do you know what I'm saying? And right now what we're seeing is this kind of game of seesaw back and forth where we have some people that are selling, some people that are buying, some people are selling, buying. MicroStrategy just bought more Bitcoin. You know what I'm saying? There's more institutional investors jumping in right now buying more Bitcoin. So I think I think what we're going to see here is another run up to 21K as more institutional investors and big, rich one percenters start buying Bitcoin. I think that's going to happen. That's going to push us to 21K here by next week. And I think at that point, we're going to see a crash back down here in January as some of the OGs, long-term long -term holders start pulling and, and start gaining those profits. Um, and that's why, that's why I say like, when it comes to Bitcoin and entering the space, you know, if you really don't have somebody holding your hand for a lot of this, uh, you're going to get chopped up in that, in that first year, but you'll learn. I mean, you'll learn the right way of doing it. Uh, and that's why right now everybody's contacting me uh, during the holidays. And right now, even, as we get closer to, to Christmas and stuff and people are asking cars, should I buy in? I'm like, no, don't buy in. Wait until January. That's what I'm telling everybody. Wait until January. Wait until you see 16K, 14K. Then that's when you should be buying in. Um, that's what I'm telling everybody who's asking me personally. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I see right now. I don't, I really don't see us kind of doing that thing where we kind of what we did in September where uh, was it September? Yeah, it was September where we were just kind of going sideways and we were just kind of falling, falling, falling. And then finally in October, we just we just ran up. I don't I don't see that happening this time. I, I really I really don't see that. I really I really see us kind of going towards, you know, this kind of range of 18.4, staying in 17.8 and kind of going in that range for the next couple of days and then breaking out of that towards the upside and then hitting 21K by the 15th or 16th, somewhere around there. Uh, I might have been off on my days, but I just don't think I'm off on where Bitcoin's headed. I really don't. Uh, I'll be really shocked if we're, we stay in this 18K range and then we dump and then we go towards 16, 14. And then we see this dump into the end of December. I'd be really shocked. I'd be shocked. I'd be like, wow, I guess we're, we're going in early on uh, this dip. And then if that happens in that case, then I'm, we're going to start releasing altcoin specials and start looking at altcoins, because at that point, you're going to have some altcoins really, really, really struggling. Right. So we'll, we'll definitely dive into that. But uh, with that, let's get into. That's right. We got to jump into future predictions. Speculative token analysis. 
so probably the thing that I really, you know, as, as I stay longer in this in this space, I realize that a lot of people just want the altcoins and they want to know how how they're going to pump and they want to know when they're going to pump and they want to know how they're going to when they're going to exit. That's all they care about. And I get it. I was one of those people when I first got in. I was I was looking at Bitcoin. I had some Bitcoin, but I was looking at becoming a millionaire. <laughs> and so people look at altcoins like they can become millionaires. Uh, I've never met a person who became a millionaire with with altcoins. I met I made uh, I met people who have become very wealthy. Uh, you know, with some of the the altcoins that we provided back in 2017. Uh, we won't mention those altcoins now because. Uh, Go back and listen to the old episodes, but uh, we have never, I've never, never met a millionaire who be off of altcoins, unless you're the person that started that altcoin, uh, Charlie Lee. No, I'm just kidding. But with all that being said, today we're going to talk about future predictions, and as we, as you know, this is a segment where we talk about everything that is highly speculative. Don't do it. Don't listen to me here. Um, I, I quite frankly only do this to keep people at bay uh, because they request it. First thing, this is a twofer. First thing we're going to talk about is long-term holders selling BTC. So Glassnode, the best in the industry, one of my favorite, besides Masara, they put together this chart and a whole document. I'll put it here in the show notes. You can go on and read it if you want. But they're talking about how, you know, these older coins, these older hodlers uh, are selling their Bitcoin now. And quite frankly, they kind of go into this thing where they say, we have established that some long-term holders have recently realized profits, but is this a bearish signal? They say no. They say no. In fact, we have outlined in previous analysis, long-term holders have historically realized profits before and during bull runs. And that's what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. Everything that I'm telling you about me taking profits uh, at this time and me uh, and me already having a plan well before, I'm not in some people, <laughs> I don't want to sidetrack, but people, I have been accused of being in some kind of like big, <laughs> big uh, telegram uh, 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 chat that has a bunch of uh, 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 <laughs> millionaire uh, Bitcoin holders. No, 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 no. I, I don't know any more than the average bear out there. Right. So like I'm, I'm studying this like everybody. But in reality, a lot of us had been holding since, you know, 2017. And quite frankly, that's what we're seeing right here. We're seeing long-term holders selling some Bitcoin, but it's because they were buying on the way down. Um, and so they know, like myself and why I'm telling y'all, this is the time you want to be, you know, you know, pulling some Bitcoin before that massive run next year. This is the little, as you would say, the regroup before that happens. Um, whether you do it now or here next week, I, I I think that is something that me personally, I've already done because I realized like, hey, I want to have a great holiday season. And not only that, I deserve it. Right. Uh, it's been a it's been a struggle for 48 months uh, or whatever. It's been 56 months. It's been a, it's been a while. So personally, that's what I've done. I, I've already done that. I'm going to be looking to buy here heavily at the start of January or whether we get that 21K. So if we get that 21K I talked about in the previous segment, then I'll hold off till January. If I don't get that 21K, we keep falling off, then I'll have to allocate before. So does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, with that, I should also say that altcoins are the biggest thing that people want to know more about. I get it. I understand it. I, I was there. I just realized over time that 
you have you have a lot of things that have windows and they're either going to hit those windows or they're not going to hit those windows. And those are free gimmies that the space gives you to understand over time. Like, hey, this is going to be released on so and so date. This is going to be a catalyst for it. This is going to cause it to run up and you either get in on this train or you don't and you take the next one. And other people who say, oh, no, it's because you need to hold this one and it's going to it's going to blow up because uh, they have this, this and this and they have this, this and this. And this is going on behind the scenes, kind of like how they look at stocks. There's a lot of people that view stocks and they look at stocks and certain things that stocks can only do. Um, and they kind of do all the work for stocks and they and then and then they realize like, oh, they're just holding the bag and nothing ever happens. Um, and then it gets dumped on. And then you kind of quickly realize who is the person that was telling you to hold <laughs> those stocks. It's probably the one who dumped on you. So you see a lot of that with crypto YouTube where they'll promise you, you know, high gains on altcoins that they're shilling to their, you know, 100,000 subscribers. And then at that point, they dump on them. The, the YouTuber dumps on them and then they're massively hurt. So what we try to do is avoid that because that's one thing I really hate, right? Taking advantage of your audience. So in this situation, I'm telling you right off the bat, we had a lot of those this year. You know, Kyber was one of them where we talked about early on where I said, hey, this is probably where you want to jump in on Kyber. And lo and behold, it ran up to, was it $1.50, $1.80, you know, from 40 cents. Those are gimmies. Those are easy. Those are easy to point out. Right. And then we went on to say, you know, Chainlink, I think we had watched it go from like 40 cents to a dollar. I was still ignoring it. Didn't believe it. And then <laughs> once it got to two dollars, I was like, OK, I'm going to jump on this train. This is a train I'm jumping on. And we saw it go from two dollars all the way to 18, 20 dollars. And a lot of us, including myself, made uh, some of the biggest money <laughs> of the year with Chainlink. Uh, and so those are those are easy. Those are gimmies. Those are ones that everybody is on board with in the industry. Everybody knows. And, and it's just like it's you can't bet against it. Right. And then there's some that there's some that we miss right here. Recently, XRP ran up from what, 20 cents all the way to like 65 cents. And everybody was like, Carl, how didn't you why didn't you see that? And I was like, it's not that I didn't see it. I don't trust XRP <laughs> as a cryptocurrency. Never will you ever hear me show XRP because, quite frankly, there's it's too it's it's it, it feels like gambling at that point. We're already gambling with altcoins, but when you mess with certain tokens like XRP, like Tron, um, and you start seeing how they're um, sold off and bought throughout the years, you start realizing, oh, definitely somebody in the inside is dumping and selling to cause this frenzy. And I still think that's the exact same thing that happened here recently. I know I'm biased with that opinion and I get it, whatever, but that's why we miss those. And then there's some other ones like we just get out wrong, like we're just wrong on them. Right. And those are the Cardanos like that one. So upset that we got that wrong. Right. I was saying we're going to get to 30 cents by the end of the year. Hopefully here Coinbase custody is going to start, you know, uh, onboarding ADA. What happened? None of that happened. <laughs> they just completely, they said a thing, they promised a thing, and then it didn't happen. Right now we're on the 9th of December and ADA hasn't happened. This is why I put these in future predictions. This is why I say, don't, don't do it. And that was a gimme. That was a freebie that everybody knew about in the industry that was going to happen. That was going to cause a surge. I think we got to 20 cents and then ADA crashed back down. Right. And we, we got in at nine cents. 
still a two X, but not, not the four X or five X that we were hoping for. Quite frankly, that's what I was kind of shooting for. Um, so in those scenarios, we'll talk about it. We'll explain it. But quite frankly, when we're looking at the new season here for 2021, there's going to be a gap here and it's either going to come towards the end of this month or it's going to come in January. There's going to be a dump in the market. And when that dump happens, we'll release our altcoin kind of a rundown on which ones I'm allocating to. And quite frankly, I don't think a lot has changed since June. If you go back and listen to our June episode where we had 100x altcoins, I don't think there's a lot that's going to change from there, quite frankly. Um, I, I honestly don't think there are a lot's going to change from there. There's still some DeFi tokens. There's some new tokens that got launched here recently with Filecoin and other on Coinbase. And I, I understand that. But a lot of those are VC tokens. You don't want to be holding those right out, right out of the gate because you'll get dumped on by these VC companies uh, that are have been giving those for you know, uh, an investment into that project. So there are certain things that you kind of have to be careful of. I'm just saying, be careful when you're buying altcoins right now. You want to buy them when they're the lowest of the low. You don't want to buy them when they're on their way back up, like you're going to catch something. Like when people were buying XRP at 60 cents, that was a mistake. Like it's a mistake to buy XRP at that price because you already missed it, <laughs> right? There's, there's, It's a very small little possibility it's going to get to a dollar. A lot of people were thinking it was, but there's a small probability and Quite frankly, that's where you have to just have the experience in the space to understand like, hey, you missed that that launch. <laughs> You're going to have to wait for the next one or wait for and it will come. The next one will come. But next year, when we get to 2021 and we start looking at altcoins, we will always have them in future predictions. There is no guarantee on altcoins, even during a bull market. Right. Yes. Yes. A lot of them are going to rise. Yes. A lot of them will um will ride with Bitcoin's curtails. And yes, that'll happen, right? Even Verge, for example, will, will go up from point, you know, 3% of a cent to, you know, whatever, to one penny or two pennies here in the next bull run. That's going to happen, right? Just because Bitcoin rises everything. The thing is, is looking for those altcoins that are going to give you a thousand X, a hundred X. Those are the ones that you really want to pay attention to because in, in, a, in, a, in a bull run, What's the point of uh, of investing in, in altcoins that are going to give you 5x, 10x even, right? Um, you want to invest in the ones that are going to give you 100x. And so those are the ones that we're going to be looking at here in 2021. Screw the 5x and 10xers. That's just going to be 5x, 10x just because Bitcoin is going to go to new all-time highs. So just throw a dartboard <laughs> at CoinGecko and buy some whatever altcoin you want to buy. You're still going to see 5x, 10x because of Bitcoin going up. Uh, that's that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about going 100x, you know, you know, going finding those. Right. And if you look, if you look at Cardano from the beginning of the year, it was two cents, three cents. It did just that. It went up, what, like 30x, you know, from the beginning of the year. Um, we didn't we didn't say it was. But I mean, we're looking for those. We're looking for the ones that are going to be going from bare bottom prices to very high valuations when we when we get towards the end of the year. And that's what we're looking at here in future predictions here in 2021. We're not looking at the 5Xers, 10Xers. We're looking at the 30X, 40X, 50X, 100X altcoins. Um, and that's what we're going to be talking about here as soon as we see that dip. So get braced in, ladies and gentlemen. All that stuff is coming. Uh, and I haven't forgot about it. 
so <laughs> you can keep PMing me. <laughs> I still will respond, but we haven't forgot about it. And I know a lot of you want that information. And the and then and I would even say when that information comes out, a lot of that is pure, just like I can I can give you analysis on it and I can tell you this is why I think it's gonna happen. But at the end of the day, the market's gonna do what it wants to do. Um, and so to me, that's a gamble, right? Uh, like I said, next year, if you wanted to play it safe next year, and I've been saying this all year and I haven't strayed away from it, and I probably won't stray away from it next year. If you want the safest bet, allocate most into Bitcoin for next year, allocate most into Bitcoin. Second, I would say Ethereum. And third, I would say Chainlink. If you want a safe, <laughs> a safe kind of portfolio for next year, allocate most into Bitcoin, some in Ethereum and some in Chainlink. And I'll let you do the, the percentages on those. That's what I would say to the average person who was asking for advice. That's what I would tell them. That's what I would tell you. That's what I would tell my brother, right? That's who I would, that's what I would say, right? Th those, that's the safe bet for me, uh, for, for advice. Now, if I was telling somebody new coming into the space, I would say, no, just buy Bitcoin. Just buy Bitcoin, you'll see some gains and it's better than what your bank gives you, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's better than losing it sitting in the bank. Um, and that's what I tell people who are just barely new to the space. So a lot of different things there to kind of think about. But as we get closer to this dump that's going to happen towards the end of the year or at the beginning of next year, we'll definitely dive into altcoins. I definitely hear you. I definitely understand. I, I, I definitely want to do it. But at the same time, <laughs> I should mention that I don't think a lot's going to change from June. I mean, we'll see. We'll do a whole recap of that. But I mean, if you look at something like OMG uh, at the time, I think it was like 25 cents or 30 cents at the beginning of uh, uh, of June or whatever it was. And we were talking about it. If you look at it now, it's like over a dollar. So we definitely got some really nice returns uh, from our, our DeFi season. I mean, there's a lot of those that were just easy, easy calls. Um, so we'll see. We'll see kind of what shakes out. Um, Cardano is definitely one I'm so pissed about right now. Um, but it happens. It happens in the space. What can you do about it? Okay. It's, it's getting towards the end of the year already. Um, I do want to make an announcement and we'll talk about it more this week as more episodes come out. But we're going to we're going to pause here because I really need a vacation, guys. <laughs> we're going to pause uh, our subscription here after this week. So we won't have any shows on the four, the week of the 14th and the week of the 21st. And then we'll be back on the 28th uh, of this month. I really just need a to uh, to get away <laughs> like i'm going to be going out of town for the holidays and i'm sure a lot of y'all will be out there and then honestly during that time there's not really a lot of uh, 
of information coming out, but I'll still be available via via email or via uh, Telegram. Still ways to get a hold of me. I'll still be online and stuff, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, look for an interview to come out this weekend. I'm going to be on Vlad's podcast for the Bitcoin Takeover Season 7. Um, that's going to be cool. Vlad's a really cool guy. Uh, and uh, hopefully he'll ask some tough questions. And we'll probably <laughs> we'll probably get into it. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so we have some more episodes coming out this week. And we'll talk more about it through the Coin Talk on Friday. So look out for that. See you next time.